Hello and welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. I'm Pastor Ray Brandon, and we are working through the Bible together as a church uh, using the Gospel Project as a tool and a guide, and we are in Unit 19, Session 2, Day 1 of our study, uh, working our way now through the, the, the Gospel of Luke. And we find ourselves this morning in Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 24. Um, it begins to introduce a the birth of John the Baptist uh, coming to Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth. And I'm going to let you do that devotional. I won't explain everything to you, but I do want to look at specifically the role of the Holy Spirit. Um, John, or, um, Luke's gospel, we're not in John, Luke's gospel, Luke Acts, there is a connection um, and there are two distinct stories. So they are connected. The Luke is particularly about Jesus. Acts is the Jesus community that is formed by the Holy Spirit. And here in the reading uh, this morning, we see that there is the, the Spirit involved. The Spirit is filling. Now, what we know here is that the Spirit is filling in an Old Testament way. And so, in the Old Testament, the Spirit would come up upon an individual. There would be a coming and a leaving of the Spirit. And so, we see that the Spirit is filling in particular ways in Luke chapter 1. The Spirit is active in filling wombs. Um, Mary had Jesus conceived of the Holy Spirit, and we have the Spirit of God that is making possible the birth of, of John and an angel that is delivering the, that good news. But early in Luke's gospel, we see the Spirit of God active. Uh, we see it uh, very clearly in a few chapters in the baptism of Jesus. But then Luke, in his reference to the Spirit of God, um, is just about silent until Acts until we see that um, the one who denied Jesus three times, Peter, is the one who gives the powerful sermon on the day of Pentecost, the filling of the Spirit, where many people come to know Christ as Savior, and the church is born. And so I want you to think and just reflect on the fact that the Spirit of God has been active all through the Scriptures. Uh, we see the Spirit of God active in creation. Uh, we see the Spirit of God active uh, through the, the Old Testament in the prophets. We see the Spirit of God active in the life and ministry of Jesus. And we see the Spirit of God explicitly active in the life of the church. And that same Spirit, according to Ephesians chapter 5, is indwelling in believers. So there's a difference between Old Testament filling and New Testament filling. Uh, a believer is filled with the Spirit, has all the spirit that they need at the point of salvation, at the point of conversion, and that spirit never leaves. So that that access to God, that presence of God is in the life of the believer. You have access to that. And and I want to ask this morning, are you are you utilizing the fact that you have a relationship with God, that you have a filling of the spirit? And you say, well, what, do I, what does it require? What do I need? Well, the Spirit of God works through the Word of God. And the Word of God needs to be in you. So this is a unique relationship that every believer has with the Spirit. For the Bible says that we can, that we can quench the Spirit. In other words, um, that the Spirit is not going to override. God, this is God 
by his own sovereignty, by his own sovereign appointment, saying if if a believer is rebelling, sinning, walking away, that the Spirit of God is not going to drag them by the scruff of their neck. Um, God's not going to do that. He's He wants a relationship. He wants a loving relationship, and he wants us to understand what he has done, and that's why he's given us the Word of God. And, and so the Spirit of God will work in our lives, but we have to be in tune through the Word of God. The Word of God tunes our heart and our mind to the Spirit, and it's the Word of God that the Spirit uses within our conscience uh, to, to speak to us. And so just even as the, um, the angel came, so I'm not equating the, the angel in this um, first chapter to the, to the Spirit, but it was he was a messenger with a message that was God's word to Zechariah, but Zechariah did not believe. I want to ask you a similar question. The word of God goes out, whether that's through the preaching of the word on Sunday, um, through your small group, or um, in your own time around God's word, or in your family Bible time. Are you listening to the Word of God? You know, something that you can pray for if you're a parent, to pray for in the life of your children, to pray and say, God, I pray that as I give them God's Word, as I teach God's Word, that they would listen to your convicting and convincing spirit in their life. That's something that, that you should pray for in your own life, as well as in the lives of other people, especially those in your church and in your family. God, Help us to be in tune with the Spirit, to listen to the Spirit's work and not to stifle that Spirit in our lives. May we always be in tune with God's Word, be in God's Word, uh, but it's not enough. It's not enough just to simply complete the reading of God's Word for another year. Um, but we must be listening to the Spirit of God in our lives. And part of that is just simply being still. And saying, God, teach me. Praying, studying, listening. God will speak. May we be obedient.